U.S. we had some more generic shit, plus like Donkey Kong things, and then Europe had like Euro Pop, I think, you know, like stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, I always remember because this my favorite is Donkey Kong Two. That game's rated T. What? I'm like Don- looking up the song list right now. Sure. All Star! Oh my god! Oh, yeah. No, no, but here, before you get too far, Donkey Kong Two has one of my most what the hell Nintendo things ever. What? One of the songs in Donkey Kong 2 is Send the Pain Below by Chevelle. Is that really? Oh my god, there's quite a bit of songs. Where yeah, is yeah. but um, yeah, just so for anyone who doesn't listen to Chevelle, Chevelle's an alt-metal band. Yep. But um, Send the Pain Below is like a song about being like, I, I think it's like about being in an abusive relationship and not being able to having the courage to <laughs> Me do it. Me playing my Donkey Kong <laughs> I'm like, why was that in Donkey Kong 2? You, I love you, it's a great song, but it's like what? You, the the songs they also got to, like it goes from Smash Mouth to Shaggy to Hillary Duff to oh, Incubus. Yeah. <laughs> like Incubus was in there too, I forgot to about Chopin, that. To Chopin, classic. <laughs> and welcome back to the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. On this episode, me and Alex are going to be taking a look at some alternative controller methods, particularly those from the 6th generation of gaming into the 7th generation, particularly also with motion controls along with some of the more bizarre ones, like a certain set of bongo drums that that were used to play a set of games on a certain cube-shaped console. It's kind of wild. But anyways, guys... Once again, thank you for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. Let's look at some weird controllers. So, how you been? Well, let's just address first that we haven't podcasted in quite a bit because in this week weeks. has been, the weeks have been insane with busyness, so... Well, Last weekend's excuse was all on me because I got when I went out with coworkers after work and got shit faced. So. <laughs> yeah, but you need to do that. Yeah, you but the the, the 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 day long hangover the next day wasn't good. So. Well, yeah, that's that's never fun. I lost an entire day because I was sleeping because I was in pain. <laughs> I also well, haven't got hungover in a year, like two years. So yeah. Yeah. No, if it were me, I probably would have been in the same boat because I haven't been hungover in since college. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty miserable. And then, then we just kind of—it was like two weeks of just. Well, I had so I had like a business trip. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it was like a training workshop, which was really cool. But because of that, like, we couldn't podcast, and I was just. Like, it's exhausting after doing one of those. Like, you're just tired and, like, getting back in the traveling. Um, So, I was just tired. And then the next day, I had to stay late at work. So, it was just... And then you were busy last night, so we're recording. I got to see see some old friends that I haven't seen in a while, so that was good. Aw, that's fun. We had a fire. It's good to see people. We also drank a lot. Also (laughs) fun. That's just what we do. Yep. We've done that for a while now. It's yeah. Just how life is these days. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's always fun getting around mm. fire, have a couple drinks. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, other than that, though, it's been kind of a a very long couple of weeks. We we just we're we're in New England, so we just got hit by another massive heat wave. So. Oh yeah. The humidity today is just... It's been so hot this week, but the humidity today was like... It wasn't even that hot, at least for me, like, when I left my apartment today. But, like, the humidity was just like, ugh, gross. I just turned my fan off for the podcast, and I'm already just sweating because it's that hot. You should put my old AC unit in your room. I don't have enough room. It could go in the window. It's not that big. It sticks out more than it sticks in the room. Like, it will fit. Trust me. It would fit. I don't know. You should use it. I mean, I'm not using it, so you should use it. 
I don't want to be spoiled by one, because I'm not going to have one all the time. Well, if you move out to a, an apartment with air conditioning, then you'll be able to. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, we live in New England. We have we have two temperatures here. We have hot and we have freezing. There's no yes. in between. So There's no. Nope. Yeah. It's just suffering. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um I'd I'd say what we're drinking, but it's What are you drinking? Like, it's mid it's midday right now, so I'm drinking in a black iced coffee. Well, that's okay, because I'm drinking a cherry <laughs> hiccup. A cherry hint. It's just water with a hint of flavoring. And there's no sugar. Also, speaking of no sugar. So I'm on a diet because I want to lose weight before Kineticon so I don't look obese in my cosplay. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, but part of it is you can't have any sugar. And the amount of products with unnecessary sugar... It's insane. Almost everything has sugar in it. It's yep. nuts. Like, oh, and then a fun fact. I don't know if these numbers are exact, but the ratio will make sense at least. But I guess, like, in the 1800s, like, um, before technology, the amount of sugar consumed by, like, one person in a year was, like, seven grams in total. Do you know how much sugar an average person consumes in a year now? How much? It's over a hundred. Oh, dear. Yeah. But half of it is because of, like, half the food you buy has sugar in it. Like, mm-hmm. like just tomato sauce. I was trying to oh, get, yeah. I got, like, uh, I got, like, spaghetti squash, and I wanted to make that because I can't have carbs either, so I'm trying to eat pasta without it being pasta. And I was just trying to find spaghetti freaking pasta sauce and it all has sugar in it it's like does this yeah. really need sugar so probably not but yeah so that's my rant about how everything that we eat has sugar but i'm trying to lose weight so i don't look fat in oh, my cosplay. Shut, shut up <laughs> oh. speaking of cosplays are you going to cosplay at the connecticut con connecticut I don't know what to call it. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm debating. So. You gonna do your Pokemon trainer? Nah, I don't want it. It's gonna be too hot. That's mm. the problem with that one. Well, we will be at my apartment, though, which has AC. So the only time you'll really be outside is when you're traveling from my apartment to my car. And then from my car to the venue, so... I'll see. I gotta yeah. think about it. I gotta, I gotta worry about life right now, so... Yeah. No. Just saying. Just saying. Yep. No, but other than that, um... Nothing much going on. I haven't watched anything and I haven't played anything because I've been too busy trying to live. <laughs> uh, well, I've been... Wa- I watched something. I watched something new. It wasn't One Piece. And it wasn't me rewatching Black Clover either. Okay. I watched The God of High School. Okay. <laughs> it was on it was on HBO Max. <laughs> and it was dumb. Uh but it's actually pretty good. Like I'd recommend it. Uh and it's cool because it's like it wasn't based off a of manga. It was based off a of manhua. I think that's what they call it. Uh it's a Korean. Okay. A, a Korean manga, basically. Uh, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, and the, the art style was different, and the animation was really good. Uh, it was actually made by Crunchyroll. Hmm. It was produced by them, so. Interesting. And I'd have to, it was based off, uh, it was, do you know what Webtoon is? Have you seen that before? No, it's like a, no. it's like mangas on an app, like people can post but it was it was made on it was made by someone on there and then they made it into an anime and it was was good i really liked it interesting and the intro and the outros are bomb they're great oh i downloaded them on spotify because they're that good okay (laughs) oh the uh that does remind me anime wise though the um the trailer for yashihime season two just got uh released 
Ah, nice. And it looks like shit's actually getting explained, so... Wow! I'm looking forward to that. So. Explanation in anime? What are the chances? Yeah, you know. Bound to ha It's always the second season. The first season never makes sense. I just sent you a gif. Okay. But, uh, yeah, anyways, we do have a topic for this episode. We do? Yep. What do you mean? You're, you you're the one that proposed it. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> well, anyways, for this episode, we're going to be talking about alternative controller options in gaming. Yes. Because sometimes, sometimes that controller just doesn't do enough, and sometimes you just need more. <laughs> yep. Or, oh or companies need more money and people will buy it <laughs> yep but yeah anyways so i figure we should probably go back to the earliest alternative controller methods that we experienced and i think one of the first ones is the light gun yes the light on the gun. any on the old nes and we had one of the original ones, right? Yeah, we because had the gray one. Because ours wasn't orange. Yeah. Yeah, we had a gray one before they painted them all red or orange because, orange. you know. But, um, and we could shoot ducks. Yep. I think that was, like, the only game we had. That you no, we had, we had Duck Hunt and we had Hogan's Alley. Oh, okay. Now, I don't remember Hogan's Alley, but I remember playing Duck Hunt. Oh. <laughs> what a good time. Because Duck Hunt was always in the NES, because we had that the Duck Hunt Mario like combo cart. Yep. Classic. But um, yeah. So f a basic explanation of how a light gun works is it's essentially it's there's like a sensor in the gun itself, and when you pull the trigger, the sc it causes the screen to uh, go black for a minute, mm -hmm. and the targets turn into white boxes, and the ca the camera in the in the uh, the gun picks up on the white box, and that's how you. That's how it picks up on the targets on the screen. Yep. It's also partially the reason why they don't work on modern TVs anymore. Yeah. Because you can't use traditional light guns on any on like a, a flat screen or a plasma screen anymore. Nope. Just doesn't work. Nope. That's crazy to think about, though. Like. Well, what's crazy is there's company like third party companies now making like their own like guns for uh, the NES. Oh really? On... So that you can. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I've seen a couple of them. I've been tempted to grab one, but I, I don't have enough light gun games to really care right now. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be able to get it. Like, yeah, when I you mean, because Se Sega had one as well. Because Sega, the Master System also had. It was like the Sega. I, I forget what it was called. It was, but it was like black and it looked edgy. <laughs> it wasn't because... that one. <laughs> Out of the edge. Sega was Sega's consoles were always like edgier over in America. Like they did were they darker. end up? Did they end up doing like an alternate paint scheme, or did they just not care? No, theirs looked like a ray gun. Like yeah, it, it didn't look like a well. Oh, the, the, it didn't the, look the like a gun gun. <laughs> the, the zapper doesn't really look like a gun either. But the um, the Sega's looked like this. Like it looked like a something you'd see in a Power Rangers episode. Oh okay, yeah. So not threatening. No. So yeah, that was probably one of the first things we had, and then my second most distinct memory is the DDR dance pad. Yeah, dance dance revolution. So did we have back... like four of them? Didn't it come, or did it only come with one? Or am I no, thinking it... of something else? I'm thinking of no, something it, else. No, it was definitely only one. I'm thinking You're of think... the twister. I'm thinking, thinking of, of twister, twister move. move. <laughs> I found did that you... by the way. You did. <laughs> yeah, it's in the it's in the basement. Because I was looking for the, uh, the, I was trying to see if we still had the DDR pad, which we do. We do. It, smell, it smells bad, and I don't really want to pull it out. So. Yeah, I I feel like that might need to be. Chucked. I'm not touch. I'm not touching it. So. <laughs> You're gonna leave it to like mom to touch it one day. <laughs> I didn't put it where it is. So. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, I I would check that. I feel it's like it's not. It might it's not, not be. like a like unpleasant smell it just kind of smells like chemically and i'm like <laughs> i think it always kind of smelled like that probably though. it always had like a i remember whenever i pulled it out because i believe i played dance dance revolution way more than you did you, 
Attempted um, to play. I attempted to play. Uh, and I also, remember that mat always smelled, and it always, like, it always would kind of stick to it. Like, it was that oh, yeah. type of rubbery plastic that would stick to each other. You know other. what it yeah. probably is? It's probably just the smell of the rubber breaking down, because those old things don't hold up nowadays. Ugh, yeah, we should definitely chuck that. <laughs> we should definitely throw that away. I don't know, it might be fine. But, um... Yeah, all I remember is that thing, like, DDR, DDR is fun every now and then, but you need, like, an actual, like, physical pad, not, like, one of those cheap mat things. Yeah. Or that you, thing... well, you need to, like, go to, like, an arcade and, like, authentically Well, you can it. get, like, custom, like, these actual, like, oh yeah pads, like, that are actually good, like, not the little mat things, but... Mm. All, all I always remember is playing, trying to play that. Your foot would st- would stick to it, and you'd slip on it, and it just <laughs> it, it wasn't fun. You know what? I remember more was trying to play other games with the DDR pad. <laughs> you would. Well, I mean, what else was I gonna do with it? Yeah, you I tried playing. Dance. I I tried playing platformers with it. It doesn't work. No, I wouldn't think it would. <laughs> well, it's basically all they did is that they just mapped all the controller buttons to different things on the mat yeah but (laughs) it's using your body to play i don't know oh this is kind of off top actually wait no i'll save it i'll save it never mind i'm gonna save it because we'll talk about it so all right i'll save it so yeah there was (laughs) there was the ddr pad i i remember the ddr pad because there were so many different versions of that thing like everywhere oh yeah every system had one because ddr was like such like an it was an yeah. Well, DDR was such, like, an easy thing to make for game companies, too, because all they had to do was just get some music, like, basically license out it onto their console, so. Oh, yeah. It was easy right. money. And another, another famous option, also, we talked about it briefly in the past, but there was the iToy. Yes! The iToy. The iToy. I, I think we played that for like a month and then we never touched it. No, I, I gave it... Well, the problem is we had three games. Yeah. And two of them were unplayable. <laughs> so we had one game. Yes. But yeah, the, the iToy was a fast, was a very fascinating um, peripheral. It was essentially... It's a webcam, basically. Yeah. That's really all it is. But the way it worked was it would... games they were, The way they would program games so that they would pick up your body movements on the webcam. You'd use your body to move stuff around. Mm-hmm. And I always remember it looked like the coolest thing ever on the commercials. Because obviously the commercial always makes it look perfect. And yeah. when it functions. But I always remember, too, like when you first started up, it has this like little like um, trailer that plays... And it would be like, okay, here's how you set it up. And it's like, all right, you, it's like, we need a, we need a volunteer. And it's like these three people. And it's like, all of a sudden it picks this like old woman. And it's like, yep, you'll do. And it's like, what? What? And it's like, now to explain how to use the eye toy. Mm. If it does not pick you up, you might be standing too close. And it's like, this is like really, they tried way too hard for something. But it was funny because it only played on like early eye toy games from what I remember. Hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, so we had three iToy games. We had cuz we both had an iToy as we've discussed in the past. Yeah. <laughs> even though we didn't both need one. Nope. And I remember cuz I mine came with iToy Antigrav. Yeah. Which was a hoverboard racing/extreme slash sports game developed by Harmonix, the studio that made Guitar Hero. Oh. Yeah, odd choice, but um, it's also See, like one of like the few iToy games that doesn't actually show you on the screen at all. Oh, that's funny. But um, I remember it being. I've played it recently to just sort of see, and it's obviously I think a childhood dexterity was probably the problem, but I remember it being unplayable. Mm. Now I can kind of play it, but it's still not very fun. Yeah, it's still not super functional. Yeah, but this was think, very early motion control. Like, this was kind of very, very uh, I early. I mean, there was earlier. This was one of the first significant ones that did yeah. somewhat well, I guess. Mm. But, uh, and then you, yours came with iToy Groovin', which was... A dance game, wasn't it? Basically Dance Dance Revolution, but, like... It was more... 
matched the shapes to the screen to get points. And then... It was more Just Dance before Just Dance. It, it was like Just Dance, but like Crappier. brain dead and have half the content. <laughs> yep. Honestly, I have um, the two iToy Play games now. Mm. Honestly, uh, iToy Groovin could literally just be a mini game on iToy Play. <laughs> like yeah. that entire game. That's so but funny. the big one that we had that we played the most of was Sega Superstars. Yep. That's the one I have the more memories of. Well, because that one's actually a game. Yeah. And there's a, a great amount of content on it. I remember because it had the uh, the Sonic one where you had to like guide Sonic around the ring, the tube stages. It had the um, Super Monkey Ball one. Super Monkey Ball. Because I remember which... playing the shit out of that one. So I remember the Super Monkey Ball one just because it was basically you're playing Super Monkey Ball but like ten times more loose and harder to play. Yep, and I played the shit out of it. I, I remember, well, I remember you playing the shit out of it and falling off the stage every five minutes. But Yep, it was really, I still played it even though it sucked. Yep. The one I remember the most is the Poyo Poyo one though where it was like... That's the Poyo little Poyo. bean people, right? Yeah. The little bean people, yeah, I remember the little but, bean um, people. <laughs> They're basically falling from the sky, and you have yeah, to, like... Yeah, isn't direct... it just, like, you, like, tilt your arms, basically? You use your arms to, like, guide yeah. them into different, like, holes. So you want the green ones in, like, one hole. You want the, uh... You're basically sorting them by color. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was re it's really engaging, and it's one of the better working camera games. Mm. I remember well, there, was I a think... Knights, there was a Knights game that kind of sucked, because yeah. you just kind of flew around, and it didn't work. Wasn't there, like, a Billy Hatcher... Game? Yeah, that was also, you pushed eggs around, it didn't really work. And, wasn't there also a racing game? I thought there was. No, there was Crazy Taxi, and I still to this yeah. day don't know how that works. Yeah, Crazy Taxi, that's what I was thinking of. That one's weird, because you're supposed to, like, flail around and scream and stuff, and it gives you points, <laughs> but I literally, to this day, don't understand how it works. Nope. It, it's, nope. It, it's an oddity, but... Mm. It was still fun, and it was definitely... Ironically, that was, like, really our first introduction to Sega, because being Sony children, there wasn't a lot of Sega games that mm. we really would have played. Like, because all the Sonic games before Heroes were on Nintendo, and... Yeah. Billy, Pretty much every Sonic Team game was on the GameCube. Mm. Microsoft got everything else, so really we didn't... We had Virtual Fighter and Shinobi. Yeah. Well, we had Crash. That's not Sega. Oh, I thought you meant, like, for Sony games. No, I'm talking about Sega games. Oh, and, and even okay. then, Crash Crash wasn't even an exclusive by that point. Oh, whoops. But, um, yeah, so, that was the iToy. The iToy was a cool idea that was yeah. just too early for its time. Yeah, it definitely was, like, they were really trying something, but it just, it wasn't the right time. Yeah. Now, one cool thing about the iToy, though, that I do remember is some games had, like, iToy integration into them. Oh. And a lot of that was basically you could um, use the iToy to take really low-quality photos of yourself and put them in games. <laughs> so it's basically like a green screen. But you wouldn't have a green screen background, so I no. bet it would come out all fuzzy and shit around you. You'd have whatever was in the background, and it was always terrible. <laughs> But I, I always remember because you could do that in uh, this. You could do it in The Sims Two for PlayStation Two. Um, if you uh, you could take pictures and have wall art of yourself in your Sims house, and it always oh looked my. like shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's like actually a good like integration idea though. Like if oh, it was a cool it. idea. The problem was yeah. the iToys camera itself it was really crap. <laughs> It was it was a it was a mid two thousands webcam. You can actually yeah. get it to work as a webcam too if you do some finagling with it. Oh my god, that would be hilarious if like you were like because college I, some colleges are still doing Zoom calls and if you like you did your Zoom call with this shitty camera, be like I'm with doing it with my iToy. Hey, <laughs> not for nothing. I still think the iToy looks badass because it's like shaped in the same style as the PS two. It's a really cool looking. Oh camera. yeah, no, it was a cool. It was cool, but. I'm I'm zooming with my my eye toy. <laughs> I would love to just intentionally use the worst fucking camera possible. Yeah. Well, then like especially because like, some schools have been like making kids like turn their webcams on, and it's just like I'm just thinking it's so funny. I'm spite use the shittiest possible camera. Yeah. <laughs> 
and, and a, a terrible mic. <laughs> so you yeah. sound you you sound grating <laughs> as hell. Oh, did it even have a mic? Apparently, because you're supposed to scream during the <laughs> Crazy Taxi game, but all right, I don't... here's here's my theory. They they forgot to add the mic, but they still made the game. Maybe, maybe that's why it doesn't work. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Theory. But, um, theory. But yeah, the uh, so that was the iToy. Honestly, there's actually a lot more iToy games, but a lot of them are all basically the same. Like, yeah. If you other than like honestly, the ones I recommend getting are the two iToy plays and Sega Superstars because that's really all you need. Mm. But it, and that's also too if you actually really need to play the iToy. Yeah, which I, my personal opinion, I think you're you're okay without it. It's funny because uh, video game cameras have been like a thing for a while. Like, because yeah. the Dreamcast had one in Japan, we never oh. got it over here. I don't even know exactly what it did. Hmm. Uh, the Game Boy had a camera too. That's a cool one. Huh. Yeah, there was a bunch of those. Um... All right, now this is the one I've been wanting to talk about the most. Okay. So, do you remember Donkey Kong? Yes, I know what you're talking about now. Yep. yep. Haven't you just wanted to play Donkey Kong with bongos? Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. I'm surprised you don't have them in your lap right now and you didn't just pull them on the screen for me. They're I'm honestly a little disappointed the room right you now didn't and I do don't that. really feel like pulling them out. Well, that I'm and they don't really sound like bongo drums. They're really just giant buttons, but um Well, I'm still disappointed. Yeah, so what we're talking about is the Donkey Kong bon Bongo drum controllers that Nintendo was pushing really hard during the uh, GameCube era. Yes. So, the bongos. I don't know really what Nintendo's goal with these were. Nope. Because they only worked with three games in America anyways. Like, I think it was four in Japan. Mm -hmm. And they're the flagship game for the Donkey Kong Bongo drums was Donkey Konga which was a rhythm it was a rhythm game where you but you played bongos and it was it's basically hilarious. all the the drums were was you had two you had two drums and they were basically two buttons and yep. you could clap and that was also an input so the two games were you had Donkey Konga 1 and 2 there was a third one in Japan only <laughs> but what I still to this day find incredibly fascinating is Donkey Konga the track listings? So each region like had their own unique um, song selections. Mm -hmm. So like Japan had the best one because Japan's was all like anime themes and stuff. Yeah. U U.S. we had some more generic shit plus like Donkey Kong things, and then Europe had like Euro pop, I think, you know, like stuff like mm -hmm. that. But um, I always remember because this my favorite is Donkey Konga Two. That game's rated T. What? I'm like Donkey looking up the song list right now. So, All Star! Oh my god! Oh yeah. No, no, but here, before you get too far, Donkey Konga 2 has one of my most what the hell Nintendo things ever. What? One of the songs in Donkey Konga 2 is Send the Pain Below by Chevelle. Is that really? Oh my god, there's quite a bit of songs. Where is yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, just so for anyone who doesn't listen to Chevelle, Chevelle's an alt metal band. Yep. So, but um, "Send the Pain Below" is like a song about being like, I, I think it's like about being in an abusive relationship and not being able to having the courage to <laughs> Me do it. Playing my Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm like, why was that in Donkey Kong too? You know, I love. You know it's a great song, but it's like, what? The, the the songs they also got too. Like it goes from Smash Mouth to. Shaggy to Hillary Duff to oh, Incubus, yeah. <laughs> like Incubus was in there too. I forgot to about Choppin, that. To classic. <laughs> but um, it's funny because the Japanese track listing was like way better because it was all like anime themes and stuff. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> but um, yeah, the American track listing is so dated; it's not even funny. <laughs> but se send the send the pain below always got me because I was like, why is that in this game? I love that song, but. What? Donkey These are Kong? S they're so random too. Like there's yeah. no theme. Like because it goes from like cla like you can play like a song from the Nutcracker, and then it's just like uh, Usher, <laughs> and then Incubus, and then 
like oh my god but this is so the times i mean like oh that's so funny yep it was always funny too because back when they had those little gameplay kiosks in like stores they -hmm. always had one one regular gamecube controller and then the bongo drums were always there for like that era because nintendo was really pushing those i'm like trying to see what the japanese song i'm trying to find the japanese oh japan found it oh there was also a european yeah europe had all three regions had their own soundtracks based off of music from those regions which is i i like and dislike at the same time because it's like yeah i I don't know i i wish it was all consistent at the same time but also bill you one of the songs that on donkey konga 2 for the uh, japanese version was orange range which was the third ending theme of naruto (laughs) Okay. I mean, yeah, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's funny. See, that that's fun, though. It's like, why, oh. why do you want to play depressing alt metal on a bongo drum? It, it oh, just... this is funny. The, the European version is actually... Some of them are the same, but some of them are different. Yeah, like, um, there, there's some some that carried over, and then there was, like, certain, like, unique, like, entries, and it was... Oh, my... Oh, my God. I, like, got, like... I almost had a heart attack. So, I read... So, I saw Na Na... But there was a ma above it, so I read it as Numa Numa. <laughs> I was like, they had the Numa Numa song? <laughs> I forget if that's actually called. There's the, it has an actual name. Oh. But, um, yeah. But, oh my uh, god, anyways. I have to say, the European version, songless, is much better. It's much better. Because it has, like, Elton John, it had, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's, it had, um... It had more different Incubus songs, like it had Drive on here. Wait, um, what, what did we What did we get for so, the Incubus song? So we got so th- there was two Incubus songs on the American version, and it was oh we also got Drive. Okay, we got Drive, what? and we got um, Wish You Were Here. Okay, those are probably their two biggest songs, so that makes sense. Yeah, and then on here they got oh they got the oh they only got one Incubus song. Oh okay, so they just got. Dry. But they also had the Pokemon main theme. Which one? Like I wanna be the band. Oh, <laughs> the, so the, the Pokemon the, main. The, so Jason Page, okay. Yeah, we didn't have that on ours though. Odd. That's so weird. Yeah, Don- Donkey Kong is a weird rabbit hole, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just like really confused, like. Looking at some of these, I'm just like, uh, like, honestly, like, it had That's the Way, uh-huh, uh-huh, that uh-huh. one. Yeah. And it had, oh my god. Oh, KC and the Sunshine Band, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> KC and the Sunshine Band, it had, uh, trying to see, Jungle Boogie. Had Jungle Boogie. <laughs> That's I actually just, very fitting for Donkey Konga, I must yeah, say. See, I, I still can't get over Sudden the Pain Below, but that's just me. La Cucaracha? Uh, All right, we should probably move on. I mean, but now I'm invested. Now I like. Well, while I, you look I, at that, I have to start talking about. So there was a third game designed for the um, the bongos, and it was an actual game. So, oh. what's interesting is the the third Donkey Kong themed uh, bongo game was Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, which was oh. a side-scrolling platform game that you played with the bongos. <laughs> And what uh, I, what I always remember is too is this game was made by the same team that would go on to make uh, Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But what's fun is the game's actually really fun, and you can play it with a controller. But I actually think it's better to play it with the bongos because they were designed around them. So it's like to to move right, you have to hit the right bongo. To move left, you hit the left bongo. I think to jump, you hit them both. I think mm-hmm. clapping does something, but it's like. So you're basically sitting there, they're like going like tap 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 tap, clap tap tap, double tap. It's like you, you look like a maniac playing it. It's like I, I always wanted to see someone walk in while you're playing that, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And you're just and it's like, like I'm playing, playing my bongos, <laughs> playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> but oh, I always remember because so the game was really fun, and then it was um, eventually it was one of the few games that was Nintendo ported to the Wii with the new play control thing mm-hmm. when they were still doing that and i always remember it because that they changed it to you had to use the wiimote and nunchuck to like drumstick it i guess kind of and it wasn't as fun i remember because they actually had to modify level design too i feel like it wouldn't be as fun 
I just always remember because that one was like that was a cool idea, and it's like, all right, they're yeah. actually trying something with these, and then they just gave up on them right after. Yeah, I feel well. I feel like it probably was like, all right, we made our money with this. We're good. Well, they Moving did. They on. didn't because they didn't make their money because that's why the oh. game. That's well, why that's we probably get... why it didn't get anymore. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we didn't get the third Donkey Konga because the sales uh... of the first two weren't good. I mean, uh, it is pretty stupid. You gotta admit, like, but I it is—it <laughs> is the most Nintendo thing. No, I—I I agree, but I'm sorry, but it's stupid. Oh yeah, it is. Stupid. It is. <laughs> oh boy. Well, anyways, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Woo! Break time. And we're back. We're back. Oh, but I don't know you, what happened. You, you okay there? I don't know. I, I was trying to... I, I don't know. All right. We're back. Well, anyways, so... We, we went on a little journey with bongo drums, and yes. now we're coming back to reality with... So we talked about the Wii in the past. Yes, the Wii-woo. The Wii. But did we really talk about the Wii itself, like its biggest defining characteristic. So, the Wiimote. Yes. The first alternative controller option that was not an alternative controller. The Wii... So here's what I always loved about the Wii. The Wii's alternative controller option was a regular controller. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Nintendo Wii, that was like literally the point where motion control finally came in. Yep. Like, we're gonna find. This is finally a thing that's gonna be like. You're gonna have to deal with it if you don't like it too bad. And it was actually decent too. Some games. Oh, the yeah. games that Nintendo. No, not made every game be. was perfect, but like the games that were made well, they were good motion controls. So, motion control is fascinating because there's a reason why Nintendo created the nunchuck mm -hmm. because certain games you can't play with just a Wii mode. You need nope. an analog stick. Yep. Like, all, all the 3D games, like, stuff like that. Because the worst Wii games were the ones that forced you to use the Wiimote on its side, or, like, the Wiimote by itself, and it was like, this doesn't work. Yeah. This isn't how it's supposed to be. It was also the age of plastic. Yes. Random Lots. plastic shit that you attach the Wiimote to, to yep. play it. Like, the Wii Zapper, it's a hunk of plastic. Yep. It doesn't really I, I serve was... any purpose, but it's there. Well, here's my thing. The one one genre of game that the Wii excelled at arcade rail shooters. Mm. Because that is the Wii is literally perfect for that. Because yep. the pointer so out of all the things the Wii struggled with, the pointer was the one thing it got right. Yeah. It's and pretty I, accurate. Like House of the Dead Overkill is like one of the best like arcade shooters ever because it's so fun uh, there's the two um, Resident Evil rail shooters those are a blast mm -hmm. rail shooters were great um, first person shooters did pretty well too like the Call of Duties on uh, Wii not for nothing are surprisingly pretty cool hmm. especially uh, Call of Duty 4 Reflex Edition I think is what it's called that's an interesting pretty cool game because you're it's basically you got pointer controls and it's the closest to like the traditional PC setup that you can get hmm. like it was cool like games were like the Wii is interesting I always said because like the games that were well designed for it were truly the best yeah the games that were it was shoehorned in at the last minute were truly not so the much. worst <laughs> the wa waggle fests yeah. as you say like I love I love me some Wii tennis every now and then but oh my god that's not how you play <laughs> That's not how you play tennis. I remember, like, us when we first, like, got our Wii and we played Wii Sports and we were playing tennis and, like, we were we were trying to be... No, I was trying and then you just gave up and realized, oh, if I just swing wildly, I'll hit it most of the time. <laughs> like, I'm sure a lot of you have seen, like, the meme clips of, like, people playing Wii Tennis where they're just like, boop, 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 boop. Like, and, and that's just how you play Wii Tennis. Oh, yeah. That's the proper form. If anyone says it's not, they... Fuck you! It's it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Wii. The Wii also gave us so many like great um, sports, like sports games in particular, came out for the Wii very well. Like as a guy who doesn't like bowling, 
We bowling is surprisingly fun. <laughs> Sorry. My favorite find <laughs> had we bowling in it. It was of <laughs> it was of this little kid on a swing. Okay. And then they like tumble backwards and they go rolling the him in it so it like rolls down to the bowling pins. It's my favorite vine. Okay. And it's like ah! <laughs> Okay. It's like a, look it up. It's a great vine. I'll look it up after the show. <laughs> Alright. It's just like the grape lady. I have to explain things to Bill. I'm still I've seen I've seen what you're talking about. I've just <laughs> Okay, but yeah. So the Wii was, the Wii was such a phenomenon that it spawned so many copycats. Oh yeah. See, my favorite was the cheap dollar store like motion control games that you could get at like those plug and play systems that had their yep. weird little motion controls and they were terrible. Yep. I saw a bunch of those, um, and then of course you had the high profile copycats where you had Sony introduce the. PlayStation Move, with its one of one of uh, so the PlayStation Move is something that I it makes me laugh every time I see it now. So the PlayStation Move was Sony's, literally Sony's Wii Mote. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> so the, it's most distinctly known these days for its unique shape. Um, <laughs> Look it up, you'll understand. Yeah. <laughs> but as for the controller itself, the PlayStation Move is actually, like, super precise. Like, mm. table tennis mm. was, um... So the, play, the PlayStation Move's version of Wii Sports was Sports Championship, or Champions, yeah. or whatever. And... Rather than the rather than copying Wii Sports in terms of games, they went with more interesting games such as table tennis, like ping pong, mm. uh, bocce ball, oh. volleyball, archery, and my favorite, personal favorite, gladiator. Oh, yep. I remember seeing clips of that. Uh, that one was fun because you actually had to move around and stuff. Uh, the table tennis was great because like you turn the remote and the ping pong thing would actually turn. Like it was super accurate. Uh, bocce ball was fun. Volleyball was a pain in the ass, and I didn't really get it. But, but um, yeah, I feel like volleyball it, would be difficult. Well, you're supposed to use two remotes, and I only had one. So. Oh, that's kind of a shitty design. Well, you it was designed. Well, with one, I guess two oh, makes it better. <laughs> yeah, I guess like they were thinking that you wouldn't be playing it alone. <laughs> Probably. Sorry. I, I mean, it was designed to be like a party game, but yeah, unfortunately. The PlayStation Move had no games, so... Yeah. Oh. Just that one. Well, no, it had games, it's just... They sucked. It, it, didn't, it didn't take off as Sony hoped it would, because by the time it came out, no one cared about motion controls anymore. That that ship had sailed. Yeah. It was kind of like... Also, like, Nintendo already kind of had... If people wanted to play a motion control game, they'd just play their old Nintendo games. Well, yeah, then Sony's fan base wasn't playing, wasn't really into motion controls no. anyways, so. They were But um, an, another cool game that the move had was, uh, there was a game called The Shoot, which was basically you were, it was a rail shooter set in, like, a film studio, and, you know, for, it, was, it wasn't the most, like, demanding game ever, but it was a, kind of fun every now and then. Mm. Uh, First-person shooter games, because a lot of them had move support, were really fun. And I'm trying to think of the dumb ones. Like, there was this one called, like, Downhill Racer or something. It was like this racing game where you drove, rode down hills in Japan on, like, office chairs. This was an actual game. Oh. It was... It controlled, like, ass. That was the problem. Yeah. And then there was, of course, it's... Ape Escape. PlayStation Move, which was just a rail shooting Ape Escape game where you could occasionally swing a net around. Yeah. Oh. So you can see the problem with the PlayStation Move was a, it, it no one cared, and b, the, it just didn't have games that were worth playing. Yeah. Like the best games on the Move, in my opinion, were the ones where it was thrown in as a bonus. <laughs> it, not like the uh, actual games designed with it in mind. Yeah. Because I only have, like, a handful of move games. 
None of them are particularly fun, from what I can remember. <laughs> well. Honestly, the move. The only reason the move is even still somewhat relative these days is because it lives on as a um, a part of the PlayStation VR. Yeah, and as a meme for its poor controller design. Well, no, the design is great. It just looks like something else. Well, no, that's what I mean by uh, poor. As in, they didn't think this through all the way. No, they didn't expect the world to be have sick minds. But... Well, then they didn't understand the world. <laughs> We're yeah. all a bunch of sick fucks. Yeah, we are. <laughs> now, so PlayStation kind of crashed and burned with the move. Yep. Let's talk about Microsoft, because Microsoft... Um, the went in an They went an entirely different direction with their motion control idea. Yeah. Basically, they decided, we're going to make the iToy, <laughs> but better. But longer. <laughs> so, it was originally announced as, like, Project Natal. Oh. And it was... The whole gimmick was it was the controllerless controller. Ooh. And it was, like... And I remember seeing the first time I saw, I heard this, and like saw like the concepts for it. I was like, "It's the iToy." Toy. It's, it's like, the iToy. You're copying oh. the iToy. And this was during like the peak console wars too, mm-hmm. so it was like all the Xbox fanboys who were like laughing about the PlayStation Move. They were being all like, "It's like, haha, this is a fun actual controller. Like, it's super technical. It's gonna be the greatest thing ever." And I'm sitting there going like, "Like Sony already tried this." Yeah, and it didn't work. I'm like, no one's going to care. But then, of course, you see more of it, and it is actually a significantly more advanced piece of technology than the um, iToy ever was. Yeah, that's why it's longer, because it has more technology. Well, because it actually, it it has cameras that are worth a damn, but it also has, um, it's it's designed to actually track motion properly Mm. and stuff. And so, I... I didn't get one at launch because obviously I didn't have an Xbox at the time. Yeah, so it was kind of I didn't, silly. I didn't get an I didn't get a um a Connect until there was so it, it there's a chain of stores that are popular in uh, uh Europe called the uh, CEX, mm-hmm. and they had a very brief period where they brought them over to the states. Huh. And I remember going to one, and um, I remember because they had Connects for sale and they were literally five dollars. <laughs> They had like twenty of them, and I was like five dollars for a Connect. I'll get one, sure. Why not? I can finally play Sonic Free Riders. Yeah, I can play Sonic Free Riders, the best well, I mean, I, game I, ever made. I, I got Sonic Free Riders because it was in a Walmart bargain bin for five dollars, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll play it at some point. I mean, Hell I'll get yeah. a Connect. That's some where point. it belongs. No, it doesn't even. It's not even worth. It's not even worth five dollars. But all right, so it belongs like in the trash can of Walmart, is what you're saying. Yeah, with Sonic Mm -hmm. 06. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, so yeah, the Connect. I will admit, the games that it's well designed. So it had its own Wii Sports ripoff called Connect Sports, which is even less original than a Sports Champions. But yep. Connect Sports was actually developed by Rare of all companies. Huh, that's funny. Like, they had a brief period where they were strictly working on Connect stuff. Huh. And they that's... made Connect Sports and Connect Sports Season 2, and I, I played a bit. They're not bad. They're surprisingly well made. Uh, the problem is it's motion controls, and I just can't care long enough to actually get into something like that. Yeah, and you also don't have the right space for it, too. No, I don't have nearly enough space for yeah. that. But, um, there was also the, um... Another, yeah, obviously Sonic Free Riders. Mm-hmm. My God, that, so I, I mentioned iToy Anti Grav yep. for not being able to function. That yep. makes Sonic Free Riders makes that look competent at times. <laughs> really? Because oh, oh my, Sonic Free Rider has broken menus. Because that was a big thing with the Kinect that you could like scroll through menus with your hand motions, and the damn thing like didn't work half the time. It was great, but um. I always remember, because Sonic Freeriders is like one of those games where you get exhausted trying to play it. Because it's such a pain, and then... Th- that's the problem with a lot of Kinect games. They're just not fun to play in long periods of time. Mm. Like, there's another great one I got for uh, the Kinect uh, called Dragon Ball Z for Kinect. Mm-hmm. 
it's basically a first person Dragon Ball Tenkaichi game and it's just flailing in like crazy shit and it's like this isn't fun this is nuts like insanity and I'm like I don't know what to think right now it's, it's just you know what game was fun on the Kinect though what Fruit Ninja Fruit Ninja oh hell yeah they like played... developed that into like arcades now. Like they're on their own little arcade stands now. I was at a friend's house before I had a connect. I was at a friend's house and he had Fruit Ninja on his connect, so we were playing. I was playing it. I was like, I'm like, this works. This is fun. Mm-hmm. But this is oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, we we look like idiots over here, and um, mm-hmm. it was interesting. I'll say that. Yeah. But anyways. So yeah, after the Connect, we had. Do you remember the Wii Balance Board? Yes, because it told me I was obese when I was twelve. It, it told everyone it was obese, <laughs> obese. because it was like. Uh, it told everyone it was they were obese because it didn't it didn't measure like your proper like body weight shit right because no it all, it, but it didn't have the capabilities to do that no it was like, very basic i mean it was a cool idea no but i remember because if, if it wanted to be accurate like it would have you like like actually take measurements and calculate it like if it really wanted to be accurate but like it, it wasn't that accurate but i'm still obese to this day because of it no <laughs> no but yes. yeah, I always remember that because they would always try to they try incorporating that into other games as well. Like I remember it was it was incorporated into Wii Music, that train wreck. Oh. I don't remember but that. I, I always remember it just cuz the tr- the E3 presentation where they had the one guy pretending to play drums with it. Mm-hmm. It was the foot, it was the dr- the bass drum. I feel like that would break it. Like I feel like Well, people... you don't slam your foot on it. You tap yeah, it. Yeah, but like I mean if you're obese and you're sitting on if the Wii Fit is telling you you're obese and you're jumping on it, then no, you're not jump. You don't. You don't oh. dr- jump to play drums, Alex. I don't know. Like, like the bongos. Da, 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 da. Like you just run and oh, something fell. I dropped something. I don't know what it is, but mm. something fell. I heard a sound. Yeah. Then that also <laughs> brings. Then that also brings us into now the modern systems, where. Pretty much all of these uh, companies have given up on motion control. Yep. For the most part. Because the Kinect was initially a big part of the Xbox One, and they they dropped that thing fast. Yep. <laughs> like, they were not having that anymore. And no. then there was also the... Um, so the Move was basically incorporated into VR, which is mm. the new big thing. And then the Switch is the, is the fascinating one. Because yeah. the Switch kind of has motion controls... Mm-hmm. Because the Joy Cons are sort of motion controls in a sense. Yeah. But they use uh, they don't use camera like they don't use the same technology. They instead use like gyroscopes. Yeah. And like one of the biggest games I've used with this with the uh, the Joy Cons so far is uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah. Which is you're basically you're playing an RPG with a Pilates ring. Yep. And it works surprisingly well. I have something like, to bring up. Remember uh, at the beginning of the podcast where I was like, oh, I'll bring it up later. Well, now I'm bringing it up. So I have an Apple Watch, and I recently okay. figured out how to actually use, like, the fitness settings so that, like, it actually records workouts properly. Yep. And, like, I was looking through, and I was trying to, you can add, they give you, like, a set of workouts, but you can add more workouts, too. And guess what workout I found? <laughs> What? It actually has in there, it has, like, video game fitness, like, (laughs) as a workout option. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I actually thought that was pretty hilarious because, uh, let me see. Let me find it again. Um, oh, yeah, see? Fitness gaming. See? Oh, I don't know if you can. eh, eh. You probably can't see. It's really hard to shove my wrist into the camera. But fitness gaming is an option, so... I just thought I'd let people know, because I found that. I was like, oh, that's kind of hilarious. Oh, you, you know what actually reminding me of this? Of, you know what's something that I thought was hilarious that the Kinect tried to do? What? Ra- racing games, because it was like, <laughs> I'm pretending to drive, but I'm not holding anything, so I look stupid. <laughs> I always remember, 
Yeah. At least with the Wii, they gave you a plastic wheel to put the controller in. Yeah, at least you didn't feel as stupid. <laughs> even, I even that. Though, like, again, though, that's a waste of plastic, because it doesn't add... Like, all it does is make it easier, but <laughs> it's just a piece well, it's of like, plastic. It's like, one, it's like one of my favorite Scott the Waz jokes, where he's like... It's like... There's like a racing game compatible with the Wii wheel, and it's like it's a piece of plastic. Every game's compatible with it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so dumb, but I yeah. love Nintendo sh- shit like that because it's yeah. all dumb. Oh yeah. I don't think I don't think there was any racing games for the um, PlayStation Move. Now that I think about it, because the way it was designed, you couldn't really hold that thing sideways. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> With the big ball, with the big ball on the end of it, <laughs> yeah. And everything. So, is there any other games that you can use the the ring? Not yet that I know of. It's mostly just Ring Fit Adventure. I'm gonna Google it. Oh, there's boxing. Well, fitness there's fitness box. boxing. That's a new the new game. Fitness boxing two. And then, uh, let's see, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. <laughs> They're making another one of those? I guess so. I guess it's already out. You can buy it on Amazon. It was for Tokyo 2020. Oh. Interesting. (laughs) I don't even remember that. I'm not trying to say. I think it's only... I'm pretty sure the, the, the Ring Fit thing is only for Ring Fit Adventure right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Still one of the greatest ideas Nintendo's ever come up with, though. Mm. Like, Wii Fit was boring as hell. Yeah. Let's just make it a freaking RPG, because that'll, that'll do it. Yeah! I mean, like... And it's, it's get really people... fun. I mean, some of the battles are, frust- are horrible, because it's like, you're dying, because it's like, I... Mm. Just one more! Yes. One more Pilates! <laughs> I also love that the, the, like, monster character... I'm, like, looking on the website right now. It's, like, this demon, but he's still wearing, like... Like one of those, like he's a almost like one of those boxer, like like a boxer. He's the stereotypical wrestler wrestler outfit. He's he's the stereotypical gym meathead, basically. Yeah, those those do very much exist. I know, but that's what he's a he's a parody of. Yeah, I gotta play this again. I gotta play because I can record it with my Apple Watch. That's. I need to get another Switch dock so I can set that up in the basement. Yeah. Because I can't play that in my room. It's too no. small, and it's up. It's also upstairs, and I c- you can't do that upstairs. Well, I was trying to see if it was two player, because I thought maybe when you like come visit, we could both play. But it's only one player. I know, unfortunately. That's. I hope they like do that with the second one, because like. If they make a second one. Yeah. If they do. I mean. It, see, it's... here's the thing. I'll bring a TV in a in a separate dock, and we'll have side by side. I have a, another TV in my apartment. True. Just need to move it because you're not playing it in my bedroom. Well, yeah. The, we actually, see this podcast has shifted from alternative controllers to fitness. Yes, we're just talking about fitness. Well, because the, the the Pilates ring is such a good idea that I hope they do more with it. No, I hope they do too. I feel honestly, like it's, it's more of the switch just being the switch is just so ahead of its time. Yeah. And that's... Well, it's funny, too, because, like, I'm looking up... I just looked up, like, uh, Ring Fit Adventure. And, like, the first things that popped up were, like, articles about how people legitimately used it to lose weight. And it's, like... Because well, it's, it's an actual really workout. Idea. Yeah. And it's not just a, a RPG, too, because it also comes with, like, workout suggestions and ideas. Yeah. It's also yeah, really... fun, too, because, like, especially, like, kids, like, kids being, a- it's a great way for kids to be active. I'm actually going on eBay now to find a separate, uh, a separate uh, Nintendo Switch dock. Because <laughs> I need, I need another dock so I can set it up the TV I have downstairs. Yeah. Because I'll just, then I can just bring the Switch down and we can go from there. It's, like, easy. Uh, there's actually quite a bit of... Nintendo Switch. I, it popped up in an article. I'm looking up to see which ones that you can like. 
There's actually quite a bit of like games like where you can get a good workout from what I've seen. Oh, oh Strikers, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> it just popped up. I don't think Persona 4 Strikers is one of them, but you can buy Persona, you can buy Nintendo games on QVC, I guess. It's interesting. I didn't realize QVC was still a thing. It is! It's Lori! Lori Grenier! Oh, I hope it's Lori's the right one. From Shark Tank! Okay. Shark Tank, Bill! I don't, I don't watch Shark Tank. Why? We, we've, we've completely lost the plot now. <laughs> oh! Wait, uh, this is just a funny thing from Shark Tank, though. I was what? watching, like, one of the really earlier one episodes. Um... And I just thought, like, this person must be, like, ste like steaming right now. Because when she, she went on the show, it was, like, back when the show first went on years ago. And guess yeah. what her product was? What? Patterned face masks. Ugh. She must be, like, Ugh, now. <laughs> like, she must be so angry now. Hindsight oh. is twenty twenty, literally. I know. And you know what's funny, too, is, like, some of the original products were just, like, what the fuck? What the hell? Like, there was this guy who wanted to implant Bluetooth into our ears, and he charged it by putting this little probe in your ear. Look it up! It's nightmare fuel! It's nightmare fuel! <laughs> so I just bought I just bought a second Switch dock. Because <laughs> it was, it was like 30 bucks, and I was like, okay. Good job. Oh, you can play D Just Danced on it? Yeah. I didn't know there was Just Dance. There's a Zumba. Just, Alex, Just Dance was still coming out for the the Wii. True. Right, I'll have to do that because, like, there's actually quite a few. Oh, there's a game called Jump Rope Challenge where you just jump. That's huh. fun. With your Wiimote. With your, not Wiimote, with your uh, Joy-Cons. With the, um, oh, did you ever play 1-2-Switch? Uh, no. I, I played it at a friend's house once. That So this is kind of motion control related. Uh, well, mm -hmm. alternative controllers, but whatever. But it what that was like the packing game. Well, not packing, but that was like the the quote. I guess the the Wii Sports or Nintendo Land for Switch. Yep. And it was like, it, it's just a collection of mini games, and they're bizarre. <laughs> like there's one where you legitimately milk a cow. Yeah, what? It, it's what? it's 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 that it's it's very Japanese. I'm looking like, this up right. Well, actually, now that I'm thinking about that, yeah, that makes sense. It's very Japanese. But uh, yeah, that was I remember that one. I was like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like looking up the. Oh, and is it like the the game characters are like, people? Kinda something like that. Oh yeah, here's the the cow milking. I found it. Yeah, it's that one two switch. That's a fascinating game. All right, good to know. Good to know. That reminds me though, all the like the random like third party add-ons for like the the Wii back in the day. Yeah. There is Like it, all these Do you remember the Nerf gun? The Nerf gun. Oh yeah, we had the we had the Nerf gun, but it we, we never, never played, used it. We just We never used played the, the game. We just used cuz the Nerf gun it was a it was like a fake Nerf gun that you could put a um a Wii mode in to play like this like rail shooter thing. <laughs> yeah. But it came with an actual like a set you you the part where the Wii mode goes in. It actually came with a real like Nerf gun mm -hmm. that you could put into that, and it, that it it basically just turned it into a functioning Nerf gun. So we just yep. used that to shoot each other with. Yeah, we didn't we didn't use it for the right reasons. We just used no. it for the wrong reason. Oh shoot. Well, this game kind of looks cute. I don't know what it is, but I was that looking was at Nintendo Switch games, and uh, it just popped a cute little game. There's a lot of them on the uh, on the Switch store. That's a whole. Oh, lot. Yeah. That, honestly, that could be a podcast in itself. The the weird world of the Switch store. I have to buy Metopia. Remind me to do that at some point. Yep. Buy Metopia. Metopia. I can do that. I want to play that. That would be fun. Yeah. Well, we've completely lost the plot, so I think we should probably wrap <laughs> this one up. All right. Well, any closing? Oh, actually, one one thing I forgot I wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. The Wii and motion controls gave us one of the greatest characters in video game history. Who? Reckless Wii Safety Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sent so, me that earlier. I, I just... 
I love this thing because it's like literally every Wii game starts with that picture of the uh, ha- make sure your wrist strap is locked in and like don't throw be care- be aware of your surroundings and they always have this picture of this guy who's like flailing around hitting people and breaking lamps and stuff and yep. it's just it's he's basically become <laughs> reckless Wii man. He has his own reckless, fan uh, page. Yeah, reckless Wii safety man. I love those pictures because it's vote like he's, for, <laughs> vote for reckless safety notice man for Smash. <laughs> I would the Wii Fit trainers in there. I would I'd play as him. <sighs> but yeah, that that one's crazy. But I, I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> well, a, anyways, we should wrap this up now because we've completely gone well, off the rails. I definitely think he should be in the next Smash Brothers. Screw the yoga lady. I want the reckless safety man. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, guys, um, once again, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Gaming and Collecting Podcast is made on Anchor Podcasts. And yes. you can easily find us on all your major podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at um, Twitter being at GNC underscore podcast and on Instagram being at gaming underscore and underscore collecting underscore podcast. That's a mouthful. Well, anyways, guys, also, yeah, you said is. that very fast. Like, you were like, I was like, whoa, I was impressed by how speedy because uh, if I've it was it, me, I would have been like, speaking is hard. All right, well, anyway. anyways, guys, thanks again for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us, and we will see you all later. See you later. All right, bye. 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 Uh, uh.